0: Okay. Beruchim aboyim b'shem Hashem, v'rachnuchem aveis Hashem. Welcome to the Wednesday night shiur. Um. Yeah, this Shabbos, Pasha Shmini. The Shabbos Pash Sparta, the Shabbos is, is half of the Shaney. What story? Pash Shmini, Vehiba, and Mashmini. Referring, of course, to Shmini the Meluyim, the Miluyim, eighth day of Meluyim, the eighth day that the tabernacle is finally set up. The Pasha also discusses amongst the many different subject matters. The parsha goes into the different animals that are kosher, that are not kosher. The signs of the animals. But more than anything else, the most famous part of the parasha, for what the parsha is known... the story of the children of Aaron. But even more so than the story itself of the children of Aaron, of Aaron and who enter into the Holy of Holies, into the Kedesh of Kedoshim without permission, also, according to some, being intoxicated, And the Theta bases this. Hold on. The Theta bases this fact on that immediately after, immediately following this episode, <laughs> we find that the Tata. Is given Aaron com- is given a commandment Yayin v'sheicher al that the Kayin that serves in the temple and the tabernacle may not drink wine also this Shabbos is Chof Adrasheni as we said which is the significance of its own right, which we will talk about, Mathem. And the Hafteira. Which is always Kaina Parsha. The Hafteira Parsha talks about the story of the capture of the holy ark. the actual Pasha Shmini's Aftedah. We're going to read the Aftedah for Pasha's Pada. The Aftedah that's affiliated with Pasha Shemini itself talks about the story of the capture of the Ark. Ironically, Ironically, since the Parshas, the Haftatis were established to be similar to the Pasha, the reason the Haftatis were established was because there was a decree that the Pashas may not be read of Teda, that the Jews cannot read the Teda on a weekly basis, and therefore Avtiras were established, so that we only read Avtira, which was Ke'ina Parsha, and we see that during the adventure, during this time, when the Ark was being returned, the Holy Aron was being returned. One of the Yidden accidentally touched the other because it was falling off the wagon and because he touched the other he died so we would say perhaps that the question that the, ha- the connection actually between the Pasha and the avtayra, This tragedy. The tragedy that takes place in the Parsha, the death of the children of Aaron. And the tragedy that takes place with Aaron, with the, the person that tries to save the Ark from falling. And also passes away. The greatness of Arna is exemplified in that upon hearing about the death of his children the Torah tells us "Va'yidem Arin Aaron remained silent because he remained silent and accepted What God had decreed upon him with love, with this he merited tremendous, tremendous blessings. The camera's not on though. There was a story, a Talmud of the Rishna. was a very wealthy person. Every year, or actually throughout the year, he was also a tremendous Baal Tzedakah. He was very, very generously distributing charity. However, no matter what he did all year long, no matter what his charity level was at all year, the greatest of charity they did was on Passover, on Pesach. On Pesach, his Seder had at least a hundred people. And this was a known thing that this Chassid had and hosted generosity beyond. The life which we live is a cycle. And as is every part of our life, so too... so too is our fortune. The fortune that we have. And therefore... And similarly here as well, this person, his fortune, also went into that mode of that vicious cycle, of that circle, and unfortunately, he lost his entire fortune. Come on, Litzlan. As he lost his fortune, they started to improvise different things of life. They started to sell off parts of their furniture, sell off the wife's jewelry. As they sold more and more to cover expenses, daily expenses, to cover bills Mm -hmm. until ultimately they literally sold their furniture her jewelry, her candlesticks there was nothing left there was only one one precious item which was a very very cherished valuable item to this person and that no matter what the situation was the predicament was the wife refused to sell; would not part with that. Was the Kos al Yahu, the cup of Yahu navi that they used by the Seder? The man every year would see to it to enhance that coat That cup. Every year he would buy another jewel add different goldness inscriptions every year he would do something new something different to add to the beauty and to glorify the, the cup of Elijah this cup she refused to part with come what may she would not use this she would not sell out this cup And although there were times where there was nothing to eat or drink and it was getting close to selling the house itself and everybody was pressed for the utmost and for the worst and even the husband hinted maybe, maybe the woman refused under no uncertain circumstances would she sell the cup of Elijah. It was Arab Pesach. It was Arab Pesach and they scraped together literally prutus. And the prutus they scraped together was enough to get maybe two, three matzahs. Maybe a bottle or two of wine. Sliver of fish. Maybe some potatoes. Hmm. This is what the glorious royal Seder was reduced to. The Chosid upped and left early morning Erev Pesach, the house, took his Chomets with him from Dika's Chomets, told his wife, I'm going to go burn the Chomets, I'll prepare for Erev Pesach, I'll prepare whatever I can, and I will see you tonight by the seder. What was what needed to be cooked was cooked. The potatoes were cooked. It was with iron chains that the person restrained himself from sitting and bawling and shuffling and crying like a baby. However. A tear or so snuck through regardless. Mayriv was like Yom, like Tishabov. He couldn't understand and believe what he was going through, and he couldn't understand and believe how he was going to face the music. Until finally, the moment of truth had to be faced. And he had to go home to this dismal, abysmal Seder which which he was being tortured with. But as he approaches his house, it looked like the house was on fire, God forbid. There was beaming light from all sides. you got to do that. You the camera's on. The camera's on computer. Lights were beaming from every window. There was hustle and bustle. There were people coming, going to place was like the Seder of yesteryear. But what were they doing in there? Where would all this light come from? As he approached the house, he saw, indeed, the tables were long and laden, although he himself didn't have any tables. And yet now there were tables, people were vying for seats, vying, Vying. they were pushing their way to get a seat and
1: it was quite a (laughs) feat, quite a
0: sight and he comes inside and as soon as he opens the door, his wife calls out Here's our host, my husband. Everybody said, Good everybody found their seats, and he took his wife to the side, or she took him to the side and said, uh, Let me explain what happened here. Thanks. This morning, right after you left, a wagon showed up here. And a man came in, dressed very, very, very regal. And he said, I'm sure you don't remember me, because you have many, many, many guests. Several years ago, I spent the Seder here in your house. I was on business not far from here. My wagon broke down yesterday. And I just got it repaired, but there's no way I can go anywhere else. I would like to join your Seder once again. The woman said, through my tears I explained to him that what was then is not today and we are not capable of having guests. We don't have enough He said, that's it, that's not a problem. And he took out an exorbitant amount of money, a thousand times more than they would need to make a Seder. Even this lavish Seder. And he said, here, please. She said, I can't take such money, I can't take money from you. He said, I insist. And handed her the money and said, I'll see you later by the Seder. She went out and she bought and got tables and got food and got servants. They got candles and the house turned into festive yomtiv once again. And as they were sitting by the Seder, Towards the end of the Seder, the guest showed up. Oh, shalom aleichem. Sorry I'm late. Sat down, made quick work of a Seder. Ate quickly. Drank his cups. And said, okay, I will be on my way. And he said, I'd like to bless you. That just like you were of yesteryear, the riches that you used to have, a thousandfold you should have, and you should never lack anything. Everybody said, Amen. And as he left, Yom continued. And after Yom people discussed, the people that were by his table, that were business people, people that were traveling, coming through the town. And they each one sat down with him and did a different business deal with him. And Baruch Hashem, the Galgal resumed, returned. We don't know where the Galgal comes, starts, where this Galgal, this wheel ends. Last Wednesday we were discussing this terrible tragedy of Mrs. Rashi Minkowitz Allah shalom. This morning the family stood up from Shiva. Those kinderlach now have to go back to real life, have to start facing all the trials and tribulations of the little orphan. Rabbi Hirshi has to face now the music of raising the children on his own, although I'm sure the Baruch and the grandparents. Are capable of helping somewhat, and there's aunts and uncles that will sure surely help and chip in, and, and understand that there are friends even that can help, that will help and chip in. But nobody will replace or buy again the mother or the wife. But we have to understand that this is a wheel. It's easy sitting on the outside looking in say such things. Yes. and God should never test us to be able to have to be by them to have to be silent to stay silent after experiencing and seeing having such an action having such a thing happen to one to a person but just as this happens it's happening not only. It's happening not only to the family itself, it's something that's happening to the entire Khalil Yisrael. And therefore, it is a pain of all of our people. It is a pain to every one of us. And it is something that each and every one of us need to cope with, need to deal with, need to adjust to, need to decipher how we overcome such an action, such a mishap that's happened today, It's happened last week, Claudia Yisrael, a 16-year-old boy in Argentina, in Argentina, on Purim, discovered, the family discovered that he had a brain tumor. A short, short few hours later, he went into a coma. And today he's no longer with us. It is our job and obligation to take heed and to take understanding and to live and then think, what can I do? And when I hear this story and it rocks me, to my essence, what does it mean to me and what do I have to do for this? But let us take, for example, the story of the children of Aaron. The tater tells us, Vayimusu the Hashem. Rashi says le mesu benayarin the children of Aaron did not pass away ella only why ayde shahidu halakha they said a halakha they named They quoted a law lefne dabe before the rebbe the femation dabe excuse me before mesha their teacher Wow. Wow, such a severe, severe punishment. However, Rashi's explanation, Rashi using the wording of Shehid HaHalacha, bifnei Meisha raban that they said a halacha in front of Meisha the teacher, And if you're those keeping score at home, we'll turn to Tractate Erevin 63, Side 1, Samar Gimel, Amar Aleph, which is where the Rashi derives this information from. Would it not suffice though? to say, Bifnei Rabban. Why is it any kind of reverence to us, any kind of relevance to us, the fact that Rabban was Moshe, And even more so, Moshe and Aaron were walking together, and they were walking behind them. And they said how they knew better than these two together. They claim and they put forth that they would have a more, a better knowledge perspective than these two will. Although they are the elders, but we know better than they do. another even of you were not only taught by Masha. As we say, the the first person to learn Chumash with Rashi was Rashi's father. He learned Chumash with him. And so, Arun was by far not an Amarits. And we know the famous question, again in the tractate Erevin for keeping score, Nun Dalin Amit 54 side 2. That Arun also taught them Teda. And even more so. There was a double slap to Aaron. Mesha was the teacher. Aaron was their father and teacher. So it's even worse of a detriment, even worse action here that they took by doing and insulting both their teacher and their father. There are even also. Why, therefore, is Rashi? choosing to say only Moshe, the teacher Moshe, But since we know that Aaron also taught them, and the essence of this punishment was not for insulting Aaron, but rather for insulting Moshe. Therefore Rashi has to come and tell us because of Moshe, their teacher. The halach is Shleishm Yom the machag. The 30 days before Yom Tif, we need to discuss the Yom Tif, and therefore we need to start talking about Pesach. So the first halakh and Pesach we're going to learn here is what it says in Shachon Talmid ha'eichel if neidabei, also If a student is at his teacher's seder, his rabbi's seder, he may not lean over. When he drinks, when he eats, he may not lean to the side. Why? Because of meira the chovid rav. Fear and honor of his teacher. But says the Mishkanarach, Avolim Talmud, Hu ben leRabbi. But if the student is a son to his teacher, the Haino Shedabai huavi, which means that the father is his teacher. The teacher is his father. Then Sadech lahesev, he does have to lean. Why Mishum Shemina Stam of Meichel al Kvede livnei? Because generally. The father is Meichel on his own covet for his son. And this you'll find in Shekhanarach Adal Terebe, um, Simen Toph Ayin Bez, Sifir Aleph. 472 is the chapter, and the paragraph is 11. And you'll find this also in the Shach in Yerideah, also, which discusses um, Kovad Rav. Reshman Bez. Actually, right in the beginning, Sivkat so olive. Um, so, now therefore, in our instance, in our situation, that although Nadev and Avyu said Aloha in front of their father Aaron, their teacher Aaron, since Aaron was their father. And we know from Shulchan Aruch that by Pesach, that the father is a the child, for such insolence, if a child says, Allah, even though the father is a rabbi, this is Rav, this is teacher, the father is meichel, if the child says it. So therefore, it could not be implying Aaron. And if we just say to the teacher, we may think it means Aaron and Mesha. Therefore, Rashi uh, has to tell us that it was Haydei Allah if they Meshe Rabban. Because this is something that is so much more severe, and that is why Vatei the fire went out. Why, however, is Rashi used the words we know clearly that we're talking about bnei Arani. We know we're talking about the children of Aaron eh? here. But they want to teach us that a person, in general, <laughs> If they would have done this in front of Aaron, they would not even been punished. Because the children of Aaron would definitely, as the children of Aaron, he would definitely have forgiven them. want to go a little bit to Pasha's Para first, and then we'll come back to the Pasha ben Pasha's Para is also, according to some opinions, tera. also an obligation from the Tata to listen to. As was Pasha Zohar. Ladies also? Yes. Pasha's Spada, unlike Zohar, well, actually, no, not unlike Zohar. The four Pasha's all have novel connections. Novel date connections, I'm sorry. Pasha Shkolem can be one of two things. Pashashkolim can be Erev Rishkedish. it can be Shabbos Rishchidosh, or Shabbos Mevarchim HaChidosh. It could either be if Rishchidosh comes out on Shabbos, then Pashashkolim would be that Shabbos, and if Shabbos Mevarchim and Rishchidosh is not on Shabbos, then the Shabbos that we bless the month would be Shkolim. Zachar has no connection to Shkollim. Zachar, in turn is only the Shabbos prior to Purim. As we found this year, there was a week, a week in between Shkolim and Zachar, So therefore that tells us that Zachar that Shk- that is only connected to Purim, not to Shkollim. Para, on the other hand, first let me jump the other way, Chedesh, Pasha Chedesh, is connected with Chedish, Rish Chedesh Nisan. Either when we bless the new month of Nisan, or if Rish Nissan Nisan comes out on Shabbos. Monsieur. Masha'i Kain, Para, Para is always the Shabbos before Chedesh. If Chedesh is Shabbos Mavarchim, or if Kedish is Shabbos, Rish Kedish Nisan, para is the Shabbos prior. Ve yiku elecha Aduma. It's a Shabbos in between Purim and Rish Kedish Nisan. Purim, we are living without boundary. Purim we live, ad yada. where in turn Pesach is an extremely strict regimen. The most interesting line that we spoke about is when we say, a kosher Purim and a frelach and Pesach. Because on Purim, since we're Ad-Layyada, we are we do not always check the package of the chocolates to see if they're milkic or not. Well, and sometimes we eat foodie. Sometimes we eat fleshics and we don't remember we ate fleshics because we're so intoxicated, and therefore, when the chocolate comes around, or we'll when a piece of chocolate sitting on the counter, and a person all of a sudden indulges in that piece of chocolate. So we therefore tell the person, although your obligation is to be to the level of Adla Yadah, you have an obligation to fulfill the mitzvah, where you don't know the difference between Arad haman and Baruch Still in all, still in all, you have to make sure that you're keeping the dietary laws. You have to make sure you don't mix your milk and your meat. And therefore we wish a person a kosher Purim. Pesach in turn, the situation is totally different. When it comes to Pesach, we are working our heads off, our knuckles to the bones, scrubbing and cleaning the walls and the pots and the pans and the sinks, and every nook and cranny of the house needs to be cleaned and scrubbed and prepared for Pesach. No. So, when it comes to actual Pesach, when it comes to the Seder, the person is exhausted, the person is totally fatigued and wiped out. And the person doesn't know what hit him. No, the person doesn't know what hit him. So what does he do now? He gets to the Seder. I remember many years ago, my father worked in well, the shalom, Worked in a store called Meal Market. It was a food chain. And we had to, of course, kasha the store for Pesach. Because they sold stuff on Pesach as well. So they kasha, to kasha the store for Pesach you could do the conventional way and wipe things down and just cover them up and look away. Yeah. Or you do it right. To do it right, there was a lot of machinery, a lot of ovens, etc., that needed to be cleaned. And everything was heavy duty, so you had to do everything with steel wool. You couldn't even wear gloves if you wanted to, they wouldn't help you. So we had gotten to the that we used to get to the that. Our hands were swollen from the cuts and everything. I used to go a week and a half before, two weeks before, I used to go in to get a shush and yeshiva to go to help my father. I mean, how much could he possibly do? And I would sit there in the store at nights and I would scrub down ovens and kasher and fix and finish. And ultimately, when the time came round for the seder, we would sit like surgeons, with our hands totally swollen, and someone else had to turn the pages. Well, worse. <laughs> if you didn't somebody else turn the page. If you turn the pages, you say, I got they I got full of blood. <laughs> it was, okay. it was Pesach. We knew it was Pesach. Cool. The like and therefore we tell somebody, Afredach Pesach, oh, okay. that the Pesach should be Fevach. So therefore when it comes to the Seder, when it comes to Pasha's Parah, Pasha's Parah discusses the Pada Aduma, the Chayk, the Chukas Ha-Teda. We discussed at great length and elaborated about the Paraduma and about the Chakam Um If you look up on the Pasha's Chukas archive, I'm sure you'll hear all about this. However, tonight is discussing, although this is Pashas para, and the Parsha is called, not Parshas Chukas, the Shabbos is called Parshas Parah, because this is a Parsha between the joy, the life, the yada status of Purim, and the incoming Pesach, the upcoming Pesach, which is the severity of the upcoming Pesach, and the sincerity with which we need to prepare Pesach. And therefore, Pasha Spada, being that this is Zeis Chukas this is the Chukim that the whole Teda is based on, and therefore we say, we have Pasha Parah between Purim and and Chodesh Nissan to teach us that we are where we are headed, where we are coming up to. The the Masechta is for those keeping score at home, twenty-three side one, Chav Gimel Amir Aleph. Chayim Avrum Shmuel Hecht You can write the initials C A S H. The Gemara tells us. And minus R I P. Pam Achas Yotzer Reiv Oder VeLeYard Gishamim. There was one time like the... that most of the month of Oder went by and rain did not fall. Sholchu says the Gemara Lachenya Amayil Hispal VeLeYard Gishamim. They sent to a delegation to chayne Amago. He davened and rain fell. Umaricha The Yemara then goes at length to explain what happened, the story, how he drew a circle around himself and said, I'm not stepping out of this circle until the rain falls. And this is therefore some opinion that this is where he gets the name Hamago the Magal that he drew around himself. How he davened, what prayer he said, what was the prayer that included more Claudius' soul than included anything that to do with him. And ultimately, the rain fell. In the Megillah of Tainus, it's called Megillah of Tainus Mephudosh, there they explain that this took place on the 20th day of Adar. Because they say Rave Adar, most of the month went through, and therefore it was the 20th day of the Chedesh Adar. And therefore that day is established as a yam Simcha ويامتف. For those keeping score, this Shabbos is Chof Adar. However, even though that Megillus-Tinus no longer exists, also I believe, brought down in Gemara, for those who need to write down or to keep score, Rosh Hashanah, you're looking at Rosh Hashanah, Yud Ches HaMet Bez, on 18 side 2, that Mibotl of but still it all is understood that we need to learn a lesson from this story in how we serve God. The lesson is a simple one, the importance of prayer. And so much more so with Cheney Mago. Chena Magdal lived in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. The Beis HaMikdash existed. People brought sacrifices. You needed a, a kapara, a forgiveness, you needed a, a thank, you. you had to say thank you to God. You brought an Ashram, you brought a Shlomim, you brought a Khatas, you brought an ayla. Tells us the Gemara not enough. We still need tefillah. How much more so when we look today, when we pnei chateinu, that for our sins we were exiled from the holy land, and we don't have our temple, unfortunately yet. How much more so we need tefillah. What is the Gemara telling us, though, with the language of Yetsi Reiv Oder? You want to say Ovar? It passed through Yetsi Reiv Ovar. The other tells us the lesson when we say that most of other passed. Halfway point of other was Purim. Yudalit, Tezvav. And as we spoke before, that the Yavada of Purim is Adalayada. But still in all, Yadayinish Inish The person has to find his own soul. Because Reva other went past, and we didn't reach to the level... Of Yardu Gisham, Le Yardu Gishamim. And we know, of course, from B'chukhesai, in B'chukhesai Telechu, Mitzvehsai tishmeidu, then will be Gishmechim Be'itam. So the fact that Gishamim did not fall, rain did not fall yet, we know there's something lacking in our Aveder. Actually, in Hatzesel, it only started to rain last Sunday. The yeshamim are the essence. The rain is what gives us sustenance. It gives the f- plants, the fruits, the vegetables, everything grows from the rain. And so to our rain, the Mayim of Teda, of learning Teda, is our entire essence of success. And this is the lesson of the Khaf Adr, that is a Yem Tev a Simcha, a Yem Simcha, that at this stage in life if hasu Shalom le that the rain our rain is not falling yet we have to turn to ghena mago his entire essence his soul was totally enveloped with the aveda of twila to such an extent That on Cheney it says, And therefore, if a person reaches to a level like Cheney HaMagol, a child that needs to constantly pray to his father, that constantly reaches out and searches out for his father, then definitely safe, safe, the person is Matzliach, a successful and as we say, Shimale oh, Hashem Shalis of Vidavracha. And very ironic today I got a phone call, a random phone call, from a fellow that I was introduced to by a friend. The man's father was ill and he was in a home. And was not going back to his own apartment, and therefore he was cleaning out his father's apartment. This picture is from the apartment actually, so, and there's some Svarim here also that the father had left. sold it? No, he gave it to us. It. And this man himself, though, lost his wife in 9 11. on, al-Islam but a very, very sweet neshama, this man today, randomly he calls me up he remembers the last time, years ago when we spoke I was having health issues and he thinks about it often and he wants to know how I am but he didn't get around to finding out he remembered who was the intro- which friend of his introduced us and he called the friend and asked how is the rabbi? And he said, he's wonderful. He, I get a text from him every Friday. He says, oh, give me his number, please. And he took my number and he called me today out of the blue. What's his like? And I told him how the picture is hanging in the house and he's used for the swarim. But then I told him as I was hanging up, I thanked him profusely for thinking about me and for calling. And I... Told him what a standard blessing that I always give, which is Shemale Hashem Kol Mishalis Lebechol of LeVerachah. The Almighty shall fulfill all requests of your heart for good for blessing. And he said that's so ironic because when he goes to a wedding, that's the blessing he always gives to Chasson Kala. call Hashem Kol Mishalis Lebechol of LeVerachah. And Bashi protus this is the, the blessing of Kof Oden, which is also Shema Le'Hishem Komashal Heslabecha. We discussed the animals, the kosher animals in this week's Pasha. Kolhelech Al-Gochin It goes on its stomach. And Rashi tells us, Zen Nachosh. The serpent, the snake, that he is sach and speaks and falls on his stomach. Yashi's yeah, is dissecting for the mechamish in case you want to know what the snake is all about, Helech sach is one concept, and Nefal Nef- Almeov. Chazal Telos, brought down in Zayar. Nachosh is the Sahara. The serpent represents the Sahara. And this is what the Eight Ahara does to come and to convince and to turn the person's head. In the beginning, the Eight Ahara does not come and tell a person, go do a sin, Go fall on your face. Go drop everything. Food is great. Music is great. Movies are great. So many things are so much better than what we're doing. Go involve yourself with anything else. But the Yitzhahada comes to the person to begin with and he says, Sakh. He comes in a fashion and he says, the Taita says, Rise, Raise up your eyes and see who created this. And this is ultimately why, famous story in the Gemara as well, of how the person, that uh, the difference between the person and the animal. The animal never 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 looks up never to see his creator. And he's always looking down. And the person has the fact that the person works works with Khemus Kufa. The person needs to raise his head up. It needs to concentrate on godless Haberi. Even if certain things don't look right, don't look like they're happening the right way. The eight tells the person raining. You're going to get rain in your eye. Huh? A bird's going to come by and get you in your eye. Something. Stand down. Hey, Therefore, once you begin this conversation, once you enter the dialogue with the Yitzhak, Imam the the Yitzahara sees to it to bring the person down further and further until he falls to the madrega of Nefal al And he becomes totally enveloped with the taivis of life. Chazal tell us in Masech the Shabbos, again for those keeping score at home, Kuf Hayyam at 105, site 2. Kach um this is the actual talent of the Yitzhahara. sahara. today he tells you, tells the person, Naseikach, Today he tells you, do this, until he ultimately tells the person, go serve Aved Go serve idol worship. How does the Sahara actually do this? We've discussed this many times. That the Altarebbe compares the Sahara to the spider, and as the spider spins its web thicker and thicker until the person can no longer crawl out of it. Tells us the Eitzah, what is the, the salvation of such a situation? We should be shakua with our inyanim, morim and shamayim. We should be totally enveloped in the morim, the raising up, and the shamayim which this is the, involve, in the develop, involvement in learning Teda, the and especially when it comes to Shomayim, which is Penimius HaTeda, Chasidus. And when a person raises up his head and involves himself in Teda, then he is saved from the Nachash, from the Yetzirah. ending on a more cheery note there was a convention of the Tzaddikim of Europe Europe of uh, wherever, Russia, Ukraine however there's one Tzaddik that everybody knew that would always go into his bananess would go into not his bananess rather but to go into rapture serving God the and they didn't want him to come in and to disrupt this whole gathering. So he was not invited. The Yitzhak heard that this was happening, this whole event was happening. And he was a very big anov, very humble. And he wanted to join into the, not only the festivities, but to hear the Devleteida and this aidedness, from all the tzaddikim, he begged the organizers until they finally acquiesced, allowed him to come on condition, that he doesn't have any outbursts. Excuse me. And lo and behold, things went very, very well. One meal after the other, one tefillah after the other, although Levi Yitzhak Vedici was going out of his calum, from what he was experiencing, and hearing, and, and learning, and davening, such lofty souls gathering together until one meal they were serving kugel all different types of kugel and the waiter would come over and ask "Welche kugel hat ihr lieb what kugel do you like but to say "Welche kugel gleichst du which is actually translation do you like it doesn't sound right. It doesn't work. Proper Yiddish way is Kugel has to leave. Which Kugel do you love? <laughs> and the Yitzchak heard the way to say the word love. It's all he heard. What? What and love? So what do I love? What do I love? And then he lost this, and he started screaming. What do I love? I love a Baruch Hu, as uh, Dov Shern would put it. I'm in love with the one above. And he started to get so excited about it, he jumped up on the table, sent everything flying, and it's like and Tzatanst, and and it was like, with the fact that he's in love with the one above. And this is a level that we need to all ascertain, we all need to reach, to, to accomplish, especially Chedesh, other, especially, we had 60 days of other, We reach one level higher than the other. When we started Mishanich, we started Marv Mitzimcha. So much more so now, on the 17th, and even more so on the Simcha of Chof And therefore we should find that the Simcha of Chof should be the Simcha Amitaz Vashleim of the Eliyahu Anavi, the Tev. And as he was respected and appreciated the people that saved his case and didn't give it away for anything just like he respected it then and therefore pay them back pay them with physical riches he should pay us back with spiritual riches Be evas for the geulah mitzvah shlema this very Shabbos Shabbat Shalom to all